Hello, this is Tyler G, and I wanted to tell you a little bit about Zavi. Z-A-V-V-I. They have a bunch of pop culture items, all the way from figurines, statues, DVDs, to clothing. And especially if you're interested in clothing, they have a lot of cool items that you can find at the link in my bio on Instagram. And also, if you use my code, BATMANFIGS30, you'll get 30% off and free shipping on any of the Terror collection right now, which is a bunch of shirts like Halloween, Shining, and a bunch of other iconic Halloween slash horror film icons. So, go check it out now. Get 30% off. The clothing's cool. The clothing feels nice. It's high quality. And uh, you get to wear the thing you love on your sleeve, literally. So, check it out. Use my code again, BATMANFIGS30, for that discounted free shipping. Hope you enjoy it. Hello and welcome to DC Figures and Collectibles. My name is Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram as well as Batman TAS Figs on YouTube. And I am joined as always by my co-host all the way from Stoke-on-Trent, England. His name is Scott P. Scott, how are you doing? Hello, Tyler. How are you doing? You all right? Oh, I'm doing great. And if you guys want to find Scott P on the Instagram, you can find him at the bat fan and uh i'm doing very well and i know that this week started off great for us correct uh yes it did it started off fantastically well um right on time yeah <laughs> uh, we received uh yeah we received some fantastic gifts from uh at undone watches on yes. instagram yeah fantastic let's see what you got okay so I've, i got a case and inside, oh yeah, and in, inside said case. For those of you listening, sorry, you can't see it. You have to look on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can tell we don't do unboxings very often because it's not going well. Already, this is a catastrophe because I've just realised I took the watch out of it. So you in here is no watch <laughs> right now, um, because the watch that's okay is here. Um, now let me try a good angle. There we go. Oh yeah, fantastic. Brilliant watch. Absolutely love it. It's, uh, yeah, Undone Watch's new collection of Batman watches that were 80 years and also a three-year partnership with Warner Brothers, which is fantastic. And uh, it's great for us because we get to show off some beautiful work from them with some fantastic yeah. watches. Here's one of mine, and I got the silver one. That one in particular is my favourite. I love that one. This one's great as well. But I do love Wayne Enterprises. And yes. you know what the funniest thing is, and it shouldn't blow me away, but it still blows me away. I don't know if it does you. But once you set it, and it just starts working, and you look, and you just match it up with your phone, and you're like, holy crap, it works. I mean, yeah, I, I, it shouldn't blow me away, because that's what it is supposed to do. But I think it is crazy that someone put the time and the craftsmanship and the workmanship to build it all by hand. And yeah. it just And it is always cool, too, that uh, it reminds me of a Batman villain, as you pointed out a little earlier. <laughs> yes, Temple Fugue it would be very happy with uh, with a watch of this quality, definitely. Especially and, the uh, workmanship. <laughs> yeah, definitely, and and all goes to a fantastic cause as well. Yes, and that is a, a charity called Hope for Henry, and it is an organization that makes sure that if there are kids up to young adults in the hospital who have long stays due to chronic illness or things of worse natures, they uh, bring in entertainment, they bring in people that dress up as... Uh, heroes and cosplay that bring smiles to people's face and make their stay a little more brighter and uh, make the time a little bit more enjoyable and uh, we're happy to be a part of that and like scott said a parts of uh, proceeds uh of all these watches go to that organization and we're hoping that we get a lot of people interested in them and like we said they are good watches yeah, but uh absolutely they are something else that would be nice to see uh, this time of year that would be right on time is something that like in regards to the Snyder Cut that would be very nice yes and this was uh, yours and Lewis of the Bat Collector you guys' past theme I don't want to take you back in time right now because you're currently in your uh, your this 
weekend theme. So we, if you will, let's go back in time to yes. where you started last weekend. This is a pretty awesome first picture. And uh, what, what say you about this theme? Was it fun doing it? Was it fun getting creative and doing your own story? Or yes. going off the legends or plot leaks of what could have been? Absolutely was, yeah. Definitely was. And it's, um, you know, very purposely timed with the um, Zack Schneider leaks of all these pictures that he's been sharing. He shared more over the last couple of days, which I, I definitely think we'll be talking about. And um, Yeah, that picture in particular is one that I've I've done before, maybe a couple of years ago. And uh, um, yeah, I just wanted to re- kind of have another go at it, really, and try to improve it with new camera, new figures, new dio pieces, all, all that crap. And yeah, I just all that try and, yeah, all that crap that's very, very, very all boring. that crap that makes it a beautiful picture. <laughs> yeah, all that, all that, all that very boring stuff. But um, yeah, no, I wanted to have another go at recreating that and uh, showing off a few different things. Um, I love the Mattel multiverse body that the Momoa figure has. The Aquaman, and yeah, right here. Yeah, I love that body. It comes with it. It's fantastic. And, and did you put the Mezco head on it? Put, I put the Mezco head on it, then I put a, a coat that I brought from um, at GP Slot on Instagram. Check him out. I uh, brought him a jacket that he made uh, and just put that on it because it's like a nice, cool leather jacket. A bit like what he wears in the movie. Oh, definitely. It's brilliant. It works perfect with that figure too, which is surprisingly cheap for the, how good of a figure mm. it is. Yeah, true. Uh, talking about quality figures, this has to be up there with the best of them over at Mezco. And yeah, I definitely. mean, the way you set this picture up, I think you know that there, you don't have to do much with a, a beautiful figure like this, and you want to make sure you get all the detail with your new camera. And I gotta say, you uh, you did brilliant work, and it made me it made me Amazon search to see how much the figure. Yeah, th- this figure is fantastic. It, articulation is not as good, I'm gonna say, but that's just the way it is because of the armor it, um, accuracy of the figure is just amazing. The the detail around the head sculpts is fantastic. The goggles look amazing, um, and yeah, it, it's just an all round fantastic figure that Mezco made, and uh, they they don't make many of them these days, so it's nice <laughs> I think, to see uh, to see a cool Batman figure when when it's out. Yeah, really do enjoy. That figure a lot. It's fantastic. And don't take enough pictures of it. It was supposed to come with a Whedon alternate head where he's smiling. Oh, God. That's no. <laughs> Jesus, that's scary to think about. <clears throat> now, if only we could yeah. have got something as epic and cool as this, this would have been nice. Yeah. yeah. And in the last couple of days, we've seen the leak of the black suit Superman, which is virtually identical to this figure that Mattel made um, from Man of Steel. And, and all three of these figures I absolutely love. The tactical Batman's amazing. Uh, Beast Kingdom Steppenwolf is one of my favourite villain figures. Um, he's just awesome. And yeah, the black suit Superman is fantastic. It really it's is. Screw the haters. Thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, a fantastic thing. Speaking of black suits, Lewis had a great black suit uh, shot as well. Yeah, that edit he did is ridiculous. I couldn't believe it was an edit. Dang, that's like a wizardry right there. Yeah, <laughs> that, that black suit edit he did was just magnificent. And there it is. It's just oh. such a beautiful photo. He even did the little the stubble and the beard. It looks brilliant. Yeah, it does look fantastic. And yeah, then speaking of fantastic, I like what you did with the Commissioner Gordon here. A lot of uh, <laughs> hit fashion. Uh, but I it actually like- works. <laughs> Stole Aquaman's jacket and uh, stole <laughs> Bullock's hat from the Gotham figures. Um, also stole a file that came with the Diamond Select FBI. I think it was the Mulder figure it came with. I stole the files from that and then drew my own Parademon picture. Um, <laughs> it looks good. I was going to yeah. say, I thought you printed that. That actually looks good if you drew it. Yeah, I just, just scribbled it out with a, a pen. Um, yeah, I, I, that, that particular scene... I, I do love that. The only reason I love that scene from the Whedon cut is because of the Batman 89 music, but the Schneider cut music sounds just insane with that as well. Yeah, and also, you know that it originally was mostly a Snyder scene, so it still Definitely. looks very awesome. 
despite yeah. Yeah. Whedon trying to butcher it as best he could. Yeah, he tried <laughs> his best. <laughs> he tried his best. Even though his best sucked. Okay. I did. Now this. This is this is something I know a lot of people were the most disappointed about. We didn't see more of this nightmare scene where we could have saw Cyborg and Flash. And this is just a, a lovely scene set up by you in another what-if picture. Yeah. Cheers, man. Yeah. Um, I would have loved to have seen this scene so much in the movie. See Darkseid actually visit and conquer Earth. Would have been an amazing alternate reality to see. And every single one of these figures in this picture is fantastic. Um, the Paradigma figures for, for a budget Mattel figure is just freaking amazing. And the Nightmare <laughs> Batman is uh, unreal as well. So, yeah, definitely wanted to have a go at doing a scene like this. I think it was probably fairly predictable I was going to have a go of it, but uh, definitely wanted to, to give it a try. But it is cool also knowing that. Uh, a little bit that we talked about last week that you brought out uh, your Mayfex Nightmare Batman because you felt that suited yeah. it. Now, you, to buzz this out, it looks, uh, you know, it just fits in a little bit better, especially with the Mezco uh, clothed dark side and Superman. Yeah. But it, like you said, the Mattel Parademon fits right in. And again, with the scene, it's like the Nightmare scene of Batman versus Superman was so cool seeing Batman just punch. Yeah, it literally aliens in the face and shoot aliens. It would have been awesome to yeah. see something like this again. It's just a sheer fact that he's using guns just shows like the gravity of the the whole situation that the uh, the planet was in at that point. And speaking <laughs> of time, I feel like that's a theme throughout this. You did another timely shot, which this is just really nice, especially uh, the background. It just fits Thank seamlessly. You. Thank and I love what the work you did with Steve Trevor to make that outfit look cool. Uh, that, again, that has got finally molded figure from uh, Diamond Select. Stole the body off him and then had off the Mattel figure. I, could, I was trying for ages to figure out what body I could use, and in the end, I just went for that one. It was the the nearest I could get, and even that's not very close. But um, the background took freaking ages to find. It is actually from the same mold that it's filmed. Oh, in. really? Uh, that that actual picture is, but it took me freaking ages to find a decent angle. So, um, but yeah, uh, you definitely uh, had to do a picture for that. There's not a lot of people I like when, that take, or there's not a lot of pictures I like of this Mezco Wonder Woman, but you did, did that one very nice. Yeah, I gotta say, I think the SH figure art is the best figure you can get for that Wonder Woman, um, and by quite some distance as well. The articulation, and I think the head sculpt was just significantly better. Than anything else you can find out there. But you did it justice. And then, uh, <laughs> thank you. Another one that you always do justice, and this is a custom by Vin Faith Customs, I believe. Indeed, it is. Where yeah. he painted nice it. Guy. Yeah. And someone else, who else? Who did the sculpting? Um, at Action underscore Figure underscore Customs uh, was the cast made by. Fantastic uh, account. Check him out on. And, um, thanks to these two, I'm going to be doing another custom head soon as well. Another <laughs> picture. Got one more. In the uh -oh. What else? I mean, this one is just so magnificent. You do it justice, and even the if you didn't catch it right away at the first time, there's like there, with Scott's pictures, there's always something to uh, look for in every single corner of the picture. And if you just look uh, at the waistline, you can see that he even has a little gun tucked away. That's a cool little touch. And uh, again, Freaky always goes for the authenticity, and I, he went and got the perfect background for it. The camera looks awesome. So, I mean, and this happened during a, a time that was down on Instagram, or else I'm sure this would have got a lot more love. But yeah, this that's is just so well done. Yeah, Instagram being a, a joke as usual, but yeah, we'll be talking about <laughs> that a little bit more later on for sure. Yeah, so... Yeah, and oh, let me switch back because well, let's right now you announce this weekend's theme because we're in the midst of it right now, and we could share the first picture. Oh yes, yeah. So what is it? It this weekend is a uh, a time travel theme that we're doing with uh, at the back. Yeah, office, so, yeah. <laughs> and of course, <laughs> you go to your one of your favorite episodes from your favorite series. Yeah, and yeah, you masterfully include all these beautiful figures. Yeah, this is absolutely by a long way my favourite episode of Justice League animated ever, and um, just to see 
the the Batman and together, you know, fighting and Green Lantern. I absolutely love Green Lantern. Got static in there as well. Warhawk. Um, yeah, all the classic uh, Joker villains from Return of the Joker <laughs> in there as well. Love Lord Kronos, fantastic character. Um, and Enid as well is a very angry and bitter wife. Yeah, fantastic. Um, fantastic episode. It'd be worthy of a movie and just shows everything about why the DCAU was so good and had to pay tribute to the shot. And extreme sets being used there. Um, the fact it was perfect for the inside of a battered Hamilton Hill school. And this is just the first shot of five. Actually, ten if you include Lewis. Yeah. So they're coming out hot. Yeah. And Lewis's first shot was great as well, even if it was a Marvel one, which is disappointing. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. That's why we won't speak of it here, but go check it out. It's a good shot. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. It is a fantastic shot. And, uh, yeah, we've been talking a little bit about time travel uh, just, and I wanted to talk about a picture that you did as well, which is... Uh, to do with time travel and uh, how much bat suits Bruce has amassed oh, over time. Yes. That was a fun one, especially because <laughs> one of those suits is like a cheap $5 figure that uh, was given yeah. to me as a as a gift and I've been, I always try to find ways to incorporate it and it always gets a good response, surprisingly, and I always just use it as a display setup, but it's like a thrasher suit from the Quarter of Owls, Greg Capullo, Snyder run. It looks fantastic, that does. I really do enjoy that picture. I love the little touch of the cowl as well that he's holding. Brilliant. Yes. And then I also want to make sure that people know that Alfred does age. He's not eternal, so he has a little cane. <laughs> as hard as it is to believe, he does age. And you're talking yes. about Alfred. I want a quick stop to this picture as well that you did. Um, ah, yeah. this, is, this is brilliant. I'm glad you like it because that's the thing that I feel like is kind of tricky with this is you want to do it where you want to do justice and show the watches but not overtly just be an ad either. So, yeah, it is. It's a fun trying to come up with stuff. So I'm glad that you like it. It's not yeah, beat you over the couple, head. Come up with a couple of brilliant pictures as well. This one too. Yes. I thought that would be fun for all the Batman animated series fans because I used a, a line yeah. from if you're, if, uh, if you're so smart, why aren't you rich? Yes, yeah. Particularly enjoyed the uh, reference to Batman Forever as well. Oh yeah, that's what I mean. That's what it is. Yeah, fantastic. Sorry, yeah. messed that I up. Really, really, <laughs> really enjoy that picture. It's fantastic, and he's yes. inadvertently worked out. He works for Wade Enterprises as well. Um, yes, he's inadvertently worked that out. But yeah, it's <laughs> a brilliant idea for a picture, and uh, yeah, I've not, I've not done a picture with the watch, actual watch yet, but I've. I will have done one, but I haven't uploaded it. I feel like there. you have a good idea up your sleeve, so I'm not worried about it. I'm going to have a go. I'm actually stoked to see what it is. Yeah, hopefully it'll work. And uh, <laughs> something that, that definitely does work is that trailer for Wonder Woman. Oh, this, yes. This picture pays a little homage to that. Yes, I thought that was so cool. And not only is it cool, but it's creative, and I can see how it works. So it's like, at least they're not just <laughs> the same powers over and over again. I love yeah. that this is creative. And it also is like, oh, you thought Captain Marvel was cool? Look at this. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Brie Larson says she's excited to see the movie. And so if she's excited to see it, then it's going to be good. Yeah, because she doesn't show excitement even when she's acting. So that's crazy. Yeah, she doesn't. <laughs> it's completely utterly lifeless throughout most of it. Uh, well, I'm glad that it worked out and that looked good. That was a fun yeah. one to try to set up. I have to say that my favorite picture that you've taken this week has got to be this one. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, because this is, this is one of those pictures in your head, you kind of think, okay, this could either work out how you think it's going to work out, or it could look like you're a little kid playing in mud. No, so I, I, this is my favorite. Good, especially yeah. if you like it, then I'm happy with it. Yeah, I really enjoy this one. The dirt all on, on his head and on the body in the water, and yeah, it just looks absolutely fantastic. We really enjoy that picture. The biggest challenge is trying not to get ammonia. I've never. <laughs> where where did you take this picture? This is out where I used to have a garden um, when, before I started getting surgeries, and I grow a bunch of stuff and. Uh, 
since then, of course, there's nothing growing there. And yeah. so I had that from an Ireland trip, that actual little gravestone thing. And yeah. what I do for the more rain effect, I feel like besides you could actually put it in the front camera, like what, you know, what we do the effect of the rain to make it look like it's raining. But what also works, you put the paper in the background, if it's also raining and that gives like an actual rain effect. And that's OK, I'll go with that. Hopefully it doesn't look too tacky. No, it looks really good. I really Thanks enjoy for that. that. Yeah, I do enjoy <laughs> that. And that's taken on the new camera as well. Yes. Oh, yeah. I forgot to talk about that. Yeah, so how are you I finding the, the camera? New, the new Pixel XL. I love it. I can't yeah. believe how nice it is. And especially the night shot is unbelievable. And the one thing it does is it's just a lens that allows in tons of light. So even in, like, there's certain pictures. Um, let me see. I'll look up mine real quick. There's yeah, a one there's one pic. Oh, okay. The Shredder, one of the newest Shredder versus Batman ones. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can see know. that. I, I do remember seeing this one. This one here. Yes, that is inside the garage with just the garage light above. There's no extra light on it. Wow, that's fantastic. And there's very little editing outside, making it a little bit sharper. But that's be this camera is just unbelievable at letting in light. And uh, that's one of the main reasons I first got into getting this phone in general, because, I mean, I could pay about a thousand for this or pay about two thousand for a phone. I mean, for an actual like, huge camera plus. So with my budget right now, I'm just like, you know, I'm just going to go with the phone and see. What... And so far, luckily, I haven't needed a big camera, but I do definitely after seeing your picture, Scott, I feel like that's the next step. Yeah. <laughs> to, to be honest, like, they, I, I still think, even though I actually have a camera, I still would, in some ways, almost rather use my phone. The convenience of it is just something that you can't be, if you're not, a, I don't know how to explain it. If you're an action figure photographer, then a phone is the best way to go. I think if you are a photographer, then a camera is the best way to go. And I think I'm more of an action figure photographer. I know that <laughs> sounds a little bit strange, but I more enjoy doing the setups than the photography element of it especially if you don't know a lot about photography like i don't know i don't know hardly anything i mean um but you but, got a great you know, teacher is it, yes lewis has been a big help out the back collector as well as my dad dad's been a great help so oh that's um, cool that's yeah. especially cool and that's something you guys could bond over yeah dad used to do like professional photography and stuff as well back in the day so, oh, so it's in the blood <laughs> I wish I could say it was. I think the bloodline stopped when it got to me. Oh, stop it. You're being humble. <laughs> no, being way too I, humble. I have no idea. I still don't know what aperture means. But um, <laughs> I don't know. What yeah, no, not, not a single clue, man. Honestly, not a clue. And uh, to round off this week, I wanted to talk about the uh, crisis. Have you watched? I haven't watched because I can't at the moment i'm waiting for it to come on amazon prime as soon as it does i'll be i'll be watching it um yeah i i'm very excited about it i've got to say i've never normally bothered about cw stuff <laughs> never have been but um the last crossover with batwoman got me kind of interested and then this one really got me interested partly because of kingdom come superman and then you've got the oh, yeah. the kevin conroy element in there as well smallville all these cool things coming together um, it fascinates me and Earth 89 as well that sort of thing you've got Earth 66 and yeah Knox being in it was fantastic and that sort of <laughs> touch yeah I really do I mean it, just the way that we think about the whole DC universe has changed because of this crossover yeah and I, I think it's pretty uh, gutsy of the CW to to be like oh yeah you thought that Avengers thing was cool like we've been building you thought 10 years and such and such movies like we've been doing this since 89 or 66 and maybe yeah even and they just like literally everything that's ever been done is part of this universe <laughs> so yeah. it's pretty cool and i watched the first three i have two more to watch but i purposely have been trying to save it so i could uh watch those two back to back on a like a chill night but even the second episode where kevin is where kevin conroy's on that was pretty awesome <laughs> yeah it looks pretty good. awesome uh, did, without spoiling it, how's it been so far? Has it lived up to the expectation? I would say uh, it hits it hits you hard from the beginning, 
with uh, the nostalgia. Yeah, because well, I don't want to spoil it. And then uh, I would say the effects are pretty okay. There's only a few points where you're like, yeah, that looked wonky or that looks weird. Yeah. But overall, the effects are surprisingly good for a TV show of the CW's caliber. And I do like that there's not too much. They could do better with their time. Like, there's certain people I wish they weren't focusing on. It's like, you got all these stars. Why aren't you focusing a little bit on them? Yeah. And then, but other than that, it's going well. I'm excited to see the last two episodes. Good. Yeah. No, that sounds good. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I'm really looking forward to seeing that, got to say. Um, I might have to do a little bit of catching up on some of them just to see what I'm looking at when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, just the, I, I found it fascinating that the whole everything we've seen cinematically from DC was all put together with Titans and Batman '89, and you know, because in that Earth, Batman '89's not long happened, which is crazy. You know, in that timeline, it's fascinating. That's true. Yeah, I was really shocked by the fact that they tied Titans into it at the yeah. very beginning. I was yeah. like, what? Yeah, I was credits, really hoping to yeah. see Robin or something show up with them, but yeah. as of yet, credit, nothing. Credit to DC as well for not being fannies about it and saying, oh, we want to cross over our things, conflict of interest, all that crap. Well, I'm glad they've actually just you know, bashed their heads together and sorted it properly, how it should be done. Yeah, let it be fun. It's comics. Yeah, let's not have another Marvel and Sony situation. Yeah, they even showed, uh, I thought it was cool, the Black Canary, the main star from like back in the late 90s. And she looked pretty decent for her age. I was like, okay, pretty <laughs> good. Yeah. So, yeah, I like that they weren't afraid to take a risk. And then uh, another big thing that happened to do with DC Media, I know we haven't talked toys yet, but the Wonder Woman trailer. Oh, my. What'd you yes. think of that? Unbelievable. I want that soundtrack. On the piece on my phone immediately. Um, <laughs> I mean, that song in particular, how does it feel? I love that song a lot. Um, yeah. Used to be one of the old FIFAs back in the day, so I love that song. And yeah, yeah properly takes me back. Um, fantastic trailer. Uh, something about Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman that is just so inspiring, really is. Um, and yeah, it, it, can't wait for it. Can't wait to see it. You know, and Chris Pine is. Steve Trevor is like one of the most perfect castings you could get, really. I think it works perfectly for that role. And um, yeah, can't wait to see it. And, you know, Maxwell Lord being in it is, is fantastic. Um, a lot of people will probably not remember, but he was in Justice League Unlimited as well. He was the uh, the ultimate uh, PR guy who sold them <laughs> down the river with Mrs. Waller, which is fantastic. I love that element in there as well. Um, and we haven't seen anything of Cheetah yet, which is what I like. I think that's one of the best things about it. Because they've got yes. a really good trailer and they've got so much left in mystery. Don't show us her at all. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't do what Justice League did with Superman, where we know Steve Trevor's in it, he's going to be in it, and they haven't denied or tried to hide that he's going to be in it, uh, which is what yeah. Justice League tried to do with Superman. He's <laughs> obviously going to come back, so there's no point in trying to hide it. And that being the big surprise... Um, they've gone the other way and left Cheetah as the surprise for now, which is what I like. That's a very good move. So they've kind of learned from their mistakes with that, which is good. Yes. And what do you think about the possibility <laughs> of an invisible jet? Um, actually, it doesn't really bother me that much, if I'm honest. Um, it, it's not. Well, it looks much. awesome so far. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks good. It does look very good. Uh, uh, yeah, it doesn't massively bother me to be fair it's not something I'm particularly I do, fast about I do hope that she is riding the lightning instead of just the jet because I think that would be a cool power bit. either way it's cool true yeah yeah. but uh, in terms of the golden armor what do you think about that uh, yeah it looks pretty good to be honest it looks pretty good I'm interested to see what context it's going to be used in if she's fighting I can't imagine she's fighting Cheetah in it she should be able to defeat her fairly straightforwardly you'd have thought but interesting to see who else could be in it maybe we see um Ares come back or something who knows I hope so That'd yeah be nice. if, if Maxwell Lord was Ares in it or something um perhaps but it is cool that we get to see a third Alex Ross Kingdom Come outfit this very year. much so yeah very much so Kingdom Come's a, a fantastic um DC 
story or, or however you want to put it. So yeah, it's fantastic to see that. And yeah, through all three in the space of a week, which is great. What did you think of the trailer? Did you enjoy it? I re- yeah, I enjoyed it. There, I liked that there was nothing too much shown. I liked that the uh, the soundtrack was cool. I liked that it showed the uh, the tone is bright and fun. Yeah, but it wasn't overly jokey. There wasn't too many of those. <laughs> Which yeah. at least they're not trying to be like Marvel in that sense. But it's Wonder Woman and it's Gal Gadot. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a, a winner. Yeah, definitely. It's an iconic character. Yeah, interested to see how they go about the the story as well. Like how, whether it's between timeline of Justice League and or whatnot, who knows? Do you think that uh, the first look of Cheetah will be on purpose or be revealed through a McFarland toy line? Um, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Either way, we have this one to enjoy for now. But uh, uh, do you would you want her to look like that in the movie, or do you think they're gonna just Nature kind of like slightly enhanced with powers like a cheetah. Um, I, I guess it's hard to say if they do make a look like that. I don't think that's not. <laughs> I don't think that's necessarily a bad, a bad thing. I mean, so long as she retains that human element and she doesn't look like overly metahuman or whatever. Um, I think they, they, they've been on the right track. I hope. I hope that she's decent, but I'm glad that you like that picture. And that was another test of the camera. I just wanted to see how clear I can get it. Looks super sharp, and you can see all the water on the uh, on the grass and stuff. Fantastic! I I'm really happy with it, and it was worth the the investment. <laughs> it picks up the depth quite nicely as well. What's the camera like in terms of like portraits or taking pictures from far away? Oh, it's very good. It even has a 16. Uh, 0.5 megapixel uh, zoom in, I believe. So, oh, really? Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's very nice. Yeah, so it, just it, like it, that figure. One of the few DC essentials I really like. <laughs> it's one of the few essentials that is actually essential, isn't it? It's uh, yes, and there's not many of us say, saying that I haven't actually got it, which is annoying. Um, <laughs> yeah, hopefully, we'll. Get oh, it. you would love it, especially with your camera. It's one of the few that just like I don't think you could ever take a bad picture of it. <laughs> no, and it does look brilliant, and the articulated um, tail as well is quite a neat touch. Yes, if I could, I would paint her all yellow and try to make her like a, a, a certain uh, animated series look. But yes, which we <laughs> uh, we may be discussing later. Who knows? Yes, <laughs> yeah, we may well discuss that. Now, another thing I want to discuss, and you posted a little bit about, well, you posted in your story, and is we finally have a release date for when the UK can see the second season of Titans. Yes. When is that, Scott? Uh, January 11th, I believe, on the top of my head. I might be wrong, but it's early January. So um, I've instantly booked a week off in January. Yes! Watch Titans all week. I'm going to be doing nothing else other than that. That is dedication. I bet especially yes. looking forward to it with how busy you've been. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, looking forward to some time off. just feel incredibly ill at the moment, as you can probably tell by my voice. But, um, yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to seeing Titans. So excited to see it. I've seen a lot of people criticise the finale and say it was great up until that and all this. So I want to see, <laughs> what, I want to see what happens. I'm interested to see. Which, because I feel like that's going to be a fun week, not only for you, but the fact that we can finally discuss it. Yes, yeah, really excited about it. Definitely going to rewatch the first season uh, before then and now. But uh, yeah, um, really looking forward to replaying all the Arkham games before then as well over the next month. Um, can't wait to play Origins again. I always do it every Christmas, start with Origins, and then end up with Night. That's actually why January around mid-January time I'll finish Arkham Knight. So yeah, can't wait to play Arkham Origins again. There's something about it that makes it so special at this time of the year. <laughs> no, it's just so much fun to replay, and I've been taking loads of pictures from Origins as well over the last few weeks. Nice. That will be a treat for us, then, especially with the new camera. <laughs> now, in terms of toys and figures, do you have anything new that you want to share, anything on this way? Um, new figures this week. I, I've got a couple. One of them... Um, yeah. Stood in my cabinet, which is a, a very bad decision before the podcast. <laughs> uh, if you keep 
There's two really strange ones that I brought this week. Did manage Look at to that beautiful me, chair. <laughs> did manage to finally find the Hush Alfred, which I'm not going to get off my shelf because I'm going to topple everything over. That's well a good fire. Um, I speak, I never knew it existed. It's the Darwin... So this figure is the Blackhawk uh, figure from Darwin Cook, uh, featured in the justly animated episode Savage Time. Um... And also the first episode in JLU as well, which I can't remember the name of. But um, yeah, he was featured awesome. in that late, later on. But it's such a cool figure. I want to do a picture of it for this weekend, the time travel theme with the Vandal Savage thing. I'm going to try and do some Savage Time pictures. <laughs> um, and then another figure that I brought purely based on the crossover. Um, it's actually one of my favourite figures I've brought in a long time. It is the Monitor. Yeah. Uh, I've been debating getting him for a while. Like, he is amazing, man. How much did you pay for him? Uh, about 16 quid. 16? Okay, like, that's fair, because like, that's like he's up for 15 at my comic store. So what yeah. is like? what do you think of him? What's the articulation like? This is actually yeah. perfect. Articulation's <laughs> not the best, to be honest. His head movement is great, though. He can, you know, with some figures, when they've got the, the, the ridge around the bottom of the neck, yeah. he can't move his head. His head actually looks down quite a way, look up quite a bit. Uh, good side-to-side movement on that as well. Arms, pretty good. Wrists move. Um, his legs actually can move as well, which is pretty good. I, I thought it was going to be one of those that has, like, a fixed leg that can only move... Like a, only a, like a kicking movement, but he can actually move his leg out as well, which is great. That's decent. Um, and the cape, though, is just what I love the most. Cape is brilliant. I love these old DC Direct figures. So nice. His hair is actually really accurate to how the show is, too. <laughs> yeah, it is. Now, he looks absolutely fantastic. And, uh, yeah, brought him purely for some crossover pictures. Um, yeah, looking forward to doing some pictures. So you picked up a new plastic. Uh, no, not any new plastic, uh, in terms of action figures. There's only stuff that I've requested for Christmas. Uh, there's stuff that yes. I've looked at. Nothing new since, uh, Raz Al Ghul and Shredder. I do have that. No, I have a... Can't wait those. Yeah, I can't wait till you get them either. How long, by the way, have you showed it in tracking? Um, I'm not too sure. Maybe another week, I reckon. Uh, that's not bad. That's not too bad. But, yeah, uh, the only thing I got on its way from... From Zavi is the Harley Quinn statue. And that should yes. be coming any minute. Is, it, is that the one what? you've been sharing on your story? Yes, that one. one. Yeah, it looks pretty good. I'm interested to see what I can do with <coughs> toy photography wise. It'll be my first statue. Have you got any ideas in mind, or is it one of them where you're just going to see what you think? Uh, I think there's one where I'm going to try to like picture on a rooftop. There's one I'm going to try to do. So- Make it look like there's smoke coming off of the the bomb she's carrying. Uh, but I'm going to try to see if I can get the lighting to work with that. There's a few things I have in mind. But yeah. I definitely want to show off how... I Definitely I'm going to try to do a very nice close-up picture if the portrait is nice, like her face. Yeah. If it's all jacked up, though, then no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll just be complaining. But yeah, other that, than that, that there's just what I'm waiting for for Christmas. I'm really hoping I get the B for Vendetta. It looks like a Mezco, but it's not. Yes. Oh, that looks fantastic. Um, made by Bullethead, isn't it? And yes. I think I'm, I'm going to get the, the Bullethead Joker at some point. Ah, really that's going to be big then. Is that what you asked for <laughs> Christmas? No, but I, I think I'll get it at some point. My, my camera was my Christmas present, which is really kind. My mum and dad have it early. <laughs> but, That's very kind. Um, but yeah, I, I really want to get that bullet head joker. He looks so cool. Perfect. That's going to be another line that we could both give our opinions on. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. I really want to get him. He just looks fantastic. And yeah, details on that figure are just amazing. But looking at reviews on it, at it. Um, yeah, definitely want to get that at some point. Yeah, from what you showed, it looks like they have a lot of cool stuff on the way, too. So I think it will be nice that we actually will have some kind of idea of the quality that they produce. Yeah, that's it. And the company that's even newer than ones like Soap Studio and, and you know, to this sort of soft goods game. Uh, it has to be because we're on it all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Particularly in that scale as well. They've done 1.6 scale figures before, but they've never done the 1.12 scale. So 
uh, it's pretty fascinating to see, you know, how they uh, are going to go about it. Um, we're not too far away from the Joker being released on DVD as well, which is very exciting. Uh, I can't wait to. Get, are you going to wait to get it in physical form, or are you going to download it digitally? Um, whichever oh. quickest. <laughs> whichever, whichever is quickest. It needs to get on my computer or TV screen immediately. So probably digital. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I will definitely be getting uh, a physical, physical copy of it. I would say. Probably get both. Probably end up getting the Blu-ray and the DVD. Would you be the same? Um, yeah, I'm probably going to have to get a Blu-ray player just to get it in physical form. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's one of those movies. If only we could get that in physical form and real figures. Well, this is another thing I was going to talk about because now we're not far away. We're, what, three weeks away, are we, from the New Year? Something like that? Yes. Um, so we're not far off. Uh, Hopefully, seeing some leaks of, of actual pictures. Oh, I thought you were going to say that this is a hint that they leak something. No, unfortunately not. Still haven't seen <sighs> much of anything from them, to be honest. But yeah, really excited to see what they yeah uh, are going to come up with. I really, I really hope that there's some Joker. I mean, I hope McFarlane likes money because <laughs> that would tell a lot. Yeah, that would be an instant way to get people on board, wouldn't it, with the with the thing. I mean, some people are sort of crying about Mattel going on. Not one of those, but, you know, that would be a good way to get people to be excited straight away. Was Joker, did they bring that back in IMAX where you are? Because I know here they played it. They uh, not, not as far as I know. But I didn't, I'd be honest, I didn't check. I didn't really have time to go and see it anyway, to be fair. But um, I didn't really check. They, perhaps they did. They, they might have done. Yeah, I didn't see it again either. I just think it's a good sign that they want that they continue to want to milk that for money because if they want to milk yep. it, then they have to make plastic. Mm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now, um, we are back to another Batman animated series we episode review. Absolutely, we are. First time we've done two times in a row in a while. <laughs> Indeed. Yes, it is, yeah. Um, and uh, it's a, one of my favorite episodes. What do you think about it? It's Tiger Tiger. Um, I actually quite like it. I enjoyed watching it back again. And uh, nice. when we're doing the episode reviews, it offers a different element because sometimes when you you, you sort of what, re-watching the series, some of these episodes can just sort of drift by <laughs> as you're watching the series. But with the reviews, you know, you're forced to pay attention to details and things like that. So uh, it makes you look at things differently whether it's good or bad like some episodes i've rewatched and thinking oh this isn't actually as good as i thought it was um <laughs> when i rewatch it because it, looking back at it it's just a simple um episode like joker's wild the one we've just done that's one i enjoy and look forward to rewatching. but then when i watched it last time i was like you know it's not actually that good the plot <laughs> it's just it, it's good and i enjoy it but it's not that good Whereas this one is the opposite. It's one that drifts by and I don't really notice it. But then when you re-look at the plot and the characters and the way the characters are used, it's a fantastic plot, a good episode. I'm glad, I'm glad to enjoy, at least that you enjoyed watching it back. I know some yeah. people, if you mention this, at first they don't even remember it. And then secondly, when you chat, when you actually do remember if they have seen it, they think, oh, that's such a weird episode. But... I'm, it's 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 encouraging that watching it back you enjoy it. Yes. I know the one thing I like about it is it does feel very old school to me uh, because it, and some of the first Batman comics ever they had like a mad scientist and Batman had to go to like an like island with a castle and save someone. Yes. And look at that great intro, that great title card. I mean that title card is stunning, isn't it? Really, I really do like it. Well, let's get let's get into it. And we start off with Selena Kyle, and she is at the Gotham Zoo, and it seems like it's closed. There's not, or at least no one's there. And she's looking at a tiger that is at the zoo. She's talking to the tiger, and little does she know, there's someone that is uh, in a tree about to shoot her with a tranquilizing dart, and it does. And at first, she is shocked and. She uh, she first thinks it's there for the tiger, and she tries to say, there's no way you're going to get away with this. And he's like, I'm not worried about the tiger. And he carries her off. And that is the opening scene. 
And then, uh, meanwhile, we see Bruce outside of a restaurant. He's waiting because apparently he's supposed to be meeting Selena for a date. He calls Alfred, who asks if he's heard anything. And he says, no, he hasn't heard anything. And uh, unfortunately, he talks to an employee and he says that she called and that she'd be late. An employee of the restaurant. And uh, so he, he, goes over to the zoo to see what's up and he sees that there's a security guard who was attacked there and there's policemen there and uh even though he's not supposed to he walks over to the crime scene and sees that there's a they i believe it's a tranquilizing dart yeah. that he sees and he instantly goes into a detective mode and he sees a some a familiar face from the very first episode and it is kirk langstrom was able to deduce where the chemicals from uh based on his dealings with an old friend and yeah. that, who does that again dr dorian yeah emil dorian emil dorian and so from there bruce uh he gets in the bat wing and he knows he's gonna have to go to this island and say hello to this guy personally yeah and that is our whole setup our first act it is the first act. I love how we get to Kurt Lance from returning this as well. And he's actually cool. a good guy. <coughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. And uh, that, that's one of the good uh, things about it. I love how they use the same artwork for the lab as well. Um, in, yeah. Uh, that is Instantly recognisable. Yeah, and it's used to just remaster a little bit. Um, yeah, it's a cool opening act. I love how Bruce is just coincidentally in the area again. I also love when he get the he goes up to the police and he's like, "Oh, what happened, Selena?" Um, <laughs> uh, sorry, not Selena. Well, he's like, "What happened?" He's asking the guard, and then Bruce goes, "Oh, this is police business." So, what happened? Like, you literally yeah. just Bruce has just asked it, and you got told not to talk, and then asked the same question instantly after, and Bruce is already there still, uh, which makes no sense. But um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. A pretty cool opening uh, opening acts and. Uh, Yes, and you say Bruce heads uh, as Batman over to the, the mysterious, mysterious island um, where Mr. Emil Dorian is hiding out. Batman goes there, he enters Dorian's lair and is greeted by Garth, the giant ape, who is um, trying to fight off Batman and eventually um, Dorian shows up. And uh, Batman's captured by Garth and is shown Selina Kyle's new look, which is rather different. Yes. <coughs> yeah, she's changed quite a lot. But not permanently, not yet. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we, uh, as we go from there, um, Tigress uh, is revealed... Uh, you know, he's, he's Dorian's finest work, and what? And Dorian has the most patronising English accent you're probably yeah. ever going to find. Um, he's, he's a pretty cool <laughs> character, and the voice casting for this is perfect. And uh, yeah, he introduces Tigress. He talks about the poem as well. He reminds you of the poem, doesn't he? Tiger, Tiger, um, which is fantastic. Nice little reference, and uh, it's not the first time. That we hear this in this episode, so um, yeah, Tigress is introduced, and, and from there on, the hell breaks loose in the laboratory. Yes, and in this one, it's not only does he have like a patronizing accent, but he's also just he always feels like he's looking up and very snooty, and yes, like you say, yes. he talks about he brags about his greatest work in Tigress, and I think the voice for Tigress is also perfect. And, just really cool how they did that yeah and uh it's uh it's interesting where it goes from there of course batman wants to get selena back to normal and uh of course dr dorian makes it seem like that's going to be possible and he said that he basically wanted batman to show up so that he could test tigress and see if he is physically uh as at his peak as dr dorian thinks he is and who better to test that out than the like the, about the perfect man you could get in Batman. Yeah. So they open up the facility or the, at least the wildlife area where he keeps all his creations. And we saw some weird thing like a uh, cat with wings earlier. It was like owl wings. Yeah. It's creepy. <laughs> and so 
Dr. Dorian allows Batman a head start. So he's going to need it. And Batman heads off into the wilderness. And then he allows Tigress to go after him. And we see a battle where they they uh, go after each other on a bridge. And they barely survive. Batman uh, ties him to a tree. And even though he knows it's not going to hold Tigress for, uh, forever, he says it should hold him a decent amount of time. And in the meantime... Uh, the, Dr. Dorian and his goon are trying to shoot uh, Selena and give her a, another part of the formula, correct? Yes. And she manages to escape and get away, and her and Batman run into each other, and then uh, Tiger shows up, and where do we go from there? Yeah, Tiger shows up, and uh, <clears throat> as you say, there's an epic battle on the on the. Uh, <laughs> On the bridge, which is a fantastic fight, it really is very enjoyable. Um, and Selena seeks Batman, manages to find him. And uh, I love at this point as well, where we um, we see Selena's like the, the almost like the cat's like heightened senses, and she knows that Tigress is around, and he drops out of the tree, you know. <sighs> and Tiger, cool. Yeah, and Tiger's <laughs> like, you know, he wants to attack Batman. He's he's the enemy, and Selena's like, no. I can't be won that way, which I think is a really good line. I really do enjoy that line. It's fantastic. One of my favourite in the episode. Because um, it shows like underneath Selena's sort of uh, criminal background, she is actually a good person underneath underneath there somewhere. And she does have That's morals. a good point. Yeah, she does have morals to some point, even though she is um, technically like operating outside the law. She does have strong human morals. Um Underneath that, and uh, she, you know, she explains that Dorian's basically just been using Tigress, and you know, he's just been like Dorian's puppet, basically. And uh, yeah, so Tigress returns to to Dorian empty-handed, and Dorian slaps him. You know, he's ashamed of him. Oh. You know, you've let me down. It's just crazy. Like, you know, if you have got this great big massive wolf sort of <laughs> thing, just like why on earth would you wear? Uh, I don't know if we just try and slap him. It's just such a stupid thing to do. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah that is very tense to watch. Yeah, how you failed me, sorry, yeah. father. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm very disappointed in you, Tigress. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so snooty. Mm. <sighs> this makes it even worse that he's ginger as well. It's brilliant, but. Uh, no, it's um, it's really fantastic scene as well because I think uh, it's hard to put into words because obviously like Tigress properly looks up to him, you know, he was his role model and he thought he created him and everything, and then just to see everything collapse in front of him, you know, he's got this big, massive, brutal exterior, but under there, Tigress, he's not actually a bad person either. He's just no. been manipulated in the in the wrong way, so. Yeah, and he wasn't even asked to be brought into this world. He was like, yeah. created for like a monster and tested yeah. on it. Yeah. So that's what, another thing I like about it. It's like it's pretty deep, even though on the outside you just think, oh, that's, why is Batman fighting a werewolf? But it's like yeah. there's a lot to it. So Yeah. And then like what you said, uh, he gets back, and of course, uh, Dr. Dor- uh, Dorian is upset and he's outraged that Batman's still alive and he's scolding Tigress and Batman shows up to just basically say he just wants the antidote so that he can turn Selena back and uh, of course Dr. Dorian wants uh, wants Tigress to kill them and, and he's he, at the point where he's going to do it himself, he pulls out a shotgun and uh, Tigress has to save him and then or he has to basically grab the shotgun away and save Batman and Selina, and then Dr. Dorian says something that he shouldn't, pushes Tigress over the edge and realizes that uh, maybe this guy that created him is only saying it's his father for emotional manipulation and control instead of actually being someone that loves him, and he says "Uh, let go, Tigress I made you, and I can unmake you, and then (laughs) Tigress gets pissed and uh, needless to like, through all the damage and everything and the guns going off a fire starts and things start blowing up due to all the chemicals and all the experiments and the electrical stuff so batman and selena get out of there as quickly as they can 
and uh, Selena then says, like, oh, like in the midst where they're about to escape, Selena thinks, what about Tigress? And then Bruce is like, oh, I, I think there's no, don't, don't cry yet, or no need for tears yet. And then we see Tigress start to emerge as a silhouette carrying his creator, Dr. Dorian. And uh, he says, you will help him, won't you? And Batman says, yeah, they'll get them. They'll try to get him some help or yeah. if he's okay. And then uh, Selena says, uh, you know, what about the antidote? And then he's like, well, what? Like, I don't want to be like this forever. And he says, oh, would that be so bad? And yeah. she goes, yeah, she, <clears throat> she doesn't want to be like this. She's human. She has to be human again. So it gives her the antidote, and then uh, she is excited about that. And then as she's walking away, she says, wait, like, why don't you come with us? There's nothing for you here. And then he turns around yeah. and says, there's nothing for me anywhere. Because he's yeah. essentially a Frankenstein monster, and that uh, such a killer line. It is, yeah. It's a fantastic line. And then it gets... A nice little uh, poignant period on the whole episode by hearing Kevin Conroy say the, the I think it's a William Blake poem or Robert Blake poem, and it is Tiger, Tiger in the Night, mm. that one. And, ah, just such a good episode. The way it yeah, it's brilliant. It is a brilliant ending. And that, like I say, that nothing for me anywhere line is just so deep cutting. It's fantastic. <clears throat> yes. And uh, what what do you think of this as, a, as an episode on Hawaii? What would you rank this? Um, I'm going to give this a 7 out of 10. I did enjoy watching this back, to be honest. Uh, it's not, I'm not going to lie, it's not one of my absolute favourites. or I particularly look forward to rewatching, but I did really enjoy it, yeah. I, um, and Dorian's actually quite a cool villain. He's not as robotic as uh, some of them are. They're the sort of... Not own creations for the animated series, but he, you know he's not one of the robotic creations that they uh, they made. So yeah, I really do enjoy <laughs> really enjoy that one. Tigress is a cool character as well, and, and Garth is just such a dumbass. <laughs> um, he's did, like did, he always reminded me of like a Harvey Bullock if he was like a cat creature. <laughs> hey, that is good actually. Yeah, he is a bit like a Harvey Bullock, isn't he? Um, so I would uh, yeah, what you I would give it? this an eight and a half to nine. Yeah, just because I have a, a nostalgic <clears throat> tie to it, uh, I also just I really like that it's a different episode, and they took the risk of something like this because on the surface, as you explain this to a Batman fan, even back in the day, I would think it's a bizarre premise yeah. and something weird, but it really is in, entrenched in the very early Batman mythos where he would take on mad scientists, and I also. Yeah. I like that instead of it could be just a surface level story where they just like this guy creates monster, Batman defeats monster, and that's yeah. it. That they have the added layer of, you know, this monster has emotional depth and he just wants to please his dad and you that's know, this true. dad doesn't even really like him. He's only using it for a test and he's only gonna be pleased with them if he is Better than Batman because that means that he himself created something cool instead of being happy with the fact of what he got. And that's like, and he, this guy thinks he's a son. This guy, and the Doctor Dorian thinks of him basically as a show pony, yeah, like breeding a racing horse or something. So very, that, yeah, that's very good way of putting it. That part is like it's pretty deep, and I think that's what makes the line at the end cut so hard too. It's because, like, this guy's whole life, even though. It should even be alive. It's a, it's a, it's like a. What Batman says, it's a, a log in science that this thing's alive. Yeah. And the, not only that, but its whole life, it's been thinking that this guy cared for it and doesn't even care for it. And then yeah. not only that, it can't even be entrenched in society because it's different. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fantastic point. Yeah. It is. And uh, when you so look at it like that, a lot, a lot deeper than you think the episode it is. It's pretty rough. And I mean, you look at an episode like this compared to an episode that we're going to cover, I think it's Max and it's the Moon of the Wolf, and that's not very good at all. <laughs> yeah, it's a similar kind of plot where you got a man that's turned to a wolf and it, it, a completely different 
way of going about it and two completely different motives and everything. So I, you know, I, I say everything tells its own personal story. And, yeah, I shouldn't even have said it's not very deep at all because now I think about it, it is deep because it's a different kind of deep. <laughs> yeah, probably probably more <laughs> relevant to modern day again than this next story, Moon and the Wolf. But yeah, Tiger Tiger is fantastic and yeah, I did enjoy watching it back. I really did. It's a fantastic episode and it once more that title card. Beautiful <sighs> title card. Yeah, and what do you think? Uh, you think it's going to be an easy episode to do a picture of, otherwise? <laughs> Um, tricky. The episode, the episode picture I wanted to plan, I um, didn't get the chance to do it today because it's just been raining all day. But um, hopefully, get a chance to do it before Monday. But if not, I've got a backup plan. Hopefully. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. <clears throat> it's difficult. Like, it is pictures, a hard one. Some of the pictures that you did in the past are brilliant. You did like a custom tigress and stuff, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and then there's one that was. It was a, it was like a shadow using of the man bat because they have a similar silhouette and had that yeah. cast upon like Batman and Kevin. But I feel like if I feel like Todd McFarlane has to do some kind of figure of this, come on, <laughs> got to be something. Yeah, some some company has to do something. Yeah, everyone loves Batman the animated series. Yeah, they're gonna. They have to do some figures, don't they? I mean, they are gonna do an animated Batman, so surely they'll do some, some more. Like, how could they not even make the Condiment King? You know, people would buy that just for laughs. <clears throat> people would, yeah. <laughs> just would. They would just They would just buy it for the fun of it, wouldn't they? Yeah, uh, and it's like a Lex Luthor figure as well. So many ones they should have and could have done. But right. yeah, hopefully, hopefully, McFarlane will save. Um, will save the line. So, speaking of figures and lines, this is. One of my new favorite things that we do, and is figure of the week. Figure what is your figure of the week? Yeah, my figure of the week. I'm gonna give it to. I'm just grab hold of it now. It is <clears throat> the Mayfax Batman Begins. Figure. Oh, beautiful! Yeah, fantastic figure, beautiful cape, fantastic accessories. Yeah, definitely this one. I'm still enjoying taking pictures of it, so it's my figure of the week. As uh, I'm sure you would also agree, it's a great figure. This is my figure of the week, and it Roy is the Baker. Justice League. Uh, used to be a DC Universe exclusive, but I have heard now that they're selling it all over. Indeed. So, if, if those of you that have wanted any of these Wonder Woman, John Johns, John Stewart, Superman with the huge shoulders, they're available. And I yes. would jump on them because they're great figures. As long as you don't get two left feet, right, Scott? Yes, absolutely. Bloody Aquaman. I'll definitely be <laughs> buying another uh, another one of each of them, definitely. Oh, yeah. And speaking of that, the new figures that are released next week are the single releases of DC Collectibles figures. Yeah. And that's from the old Rogues pack. So we got Mr. Freeze. I'm definitely getting another Mr. Freeze because mine, like, on the tubing is cracked. And who doesn't want another snow globe of, of Nora? But I'm, I think I'm going to also get a few more of those just in case. Yes. Yep, sounds good. I, I don't I'm looking forward to that. I might buy a freeze, but the rest of them are just garbage. So Oh, I need another croc because my croc broke. I, I, I'm interested to see what they're like in person. I'm tempted to take some of them with me into Forbidden Planet and just have a look at them in person. You it's should. Really different, but... That ivy is just horrible. It's like someone's colored her with a highlighter pen. It's, just, <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, it's not the best. For some reason, they just can't make an ivy. No, I don't know what it is. They just don't have a clue what they're doing. Sometimes. Their new Batman Adventure one is okay, but yeah. everyone else stinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really does. And yeah, right. I'm looking forward to seeing what they look like. All day. Well, did you see Ahsoka's pictures of the, the Catwoman and the the blue bats, what do you think of those? Uh, they look okay. Catwoman, okay. Batman, it's not my favorite suit, but it looks decent. Sinestro looks all right. Green Lantern looks all right. Not by the way, but yeah, pretty decent. <laughs> pretty decent. So basically, yeah. it's all right. They're just it's nothing right. stand out. Yeah, Which is fine. Not, they're definitely not essential, but they're, they're, they're decent. Yeah. Are you going to be getting any of those? Uh, I might get the Batman. I might get the cat one. That's about yeah. it. I might get that's it. We'll see. 
But at least that's on Shavir because yeah, you're, like if it doesn't stand out, it doesn't stand out. Just all right. No. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just okay. <laughs> well, we don't we don't not sure if we have a guest yet, but we might have a guest. But if we do, Absolutely. you'll know. This will be two parts. But Indeed. this is the end of this part. <laughs> Yes. So thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed. Thank we'll you. See you on the other side. Hey, this is Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram. Also co-host of DC Figures and Collectibles podcast. And a lot of times people ask me, where do I get my figures or what method do I prefer to go about getting my action figures? And I tell them the best easiest way that I know of is going through BigBadToyStore.com. They usually have all the newest things in stock. They have things that you can pre-order ahead of time so you don't miss out on the opportunity of having them. They also have figures from years ago that usually tend to be at a good price and figures that are hard to find that you may need for your collection. So if you need to get a figure of any kind, any brand, then I would check BigBadToyStore.com. BigBadToyStore.com. Go check them out today.